Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Jeff Caves here with the Kingdom of Pod, a weekly look at Boise State football, or at least bi-weekly right now. It's on the Believe Podcast Network, brought to you by bet online coming up the barstool sports volcano erupts but if it's on hawaii does anybody notice the recruiting recap at boise state and as i broadcast this 41 years ago boise state claimed a national title a little comparison to then and now took a little time off as i regrouped with national letter of intent day hittings and bowl game bowl season starting uh, all the matchups laid out i <clears throat> did Uh, get an opportunity to initially comment on the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl and uh, Boise State's birth in that against uh, Central Michigan. But I know that we're getting closer to kickoff, yet it's still quite a ways away on the 31st. A uh, New Year's Eve day game is not going to get as much attention until you get past Christmas and past some of the other bowl games, et cetera, et cetera. And I'll I'll talk about that. Uh, But in the meantime... Most of the attention on this game really isn't about Central Michigan against Boise State. It really isn't even about the uh, the setting that they're in, although it's been a tumultuous, uh, t- a very difficult four years uh, for Boise State outside of one particular bowl season. And and this kind of sort of adds to what is becoming an annual sort of tradition of of just messed up. This is not necessarily what a kid signed up for. If he was a freshman in 2018, he went to Dallas, played in the first responder bowl for less than half a quarter, and the game was canceled because of a lightning and thunderstorm of the likes a lot of those kids have probably never seen other than the kids from Texas. In 2019, they get a reunion bowl with Chris Peterson, who's retiring. And so that's the big story. The game is an afterthought, and Boise State plays horribly against a very inspired UW team, it's a big reunion for coaching staffs. The players kind of get lost in all that shuffle, and it wasn't a competitive game. Well, we know what happened in 2020 with COVID. Players voted not to play. That was not a great message, and here we are in 2021. So those freshmen that signed on in 2018 are now going to get a chance to go to 
Tucson, Arizona, and play in the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, where for some, all the attention is really on a sponsor and not on the opponents, certainly not even necessarily on the game itself, where it is, but it's on the organization and the business side of all of it. So it's been a difficult four years, I think, for Boise State in their bowl situation, uh, but we'll get into that in a second. Speaking of bowls and barstool, they're into this as well. It's betting, and we're back and better than ever. It's a new web interface for the rest of the NBA season, and there's more props and odds and lines than ever before, including all the college football bowl games. Bet online is your number one spot for basketball and NFL and college football bowl games as well. So get over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. But make sure you use this promo code, BELIEVE50, to get your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V-50 to get your bonus with your first deposit bet online. All right, let's get to this Barstool Sports Volcano. I already talked a little bit about this because I thought it was the story upon the initial uh, phase. There was a lot going on in the background. Since then, USA Today launched a, I guess, offensive back on the 17th of December. Uh, They put out an article that said the Barstool Sports Bowl game is a toxic sponsorship for college football. That was, I thought, the tone they took. Uh, There were some that wanted to call it innovative and others, perhaps even like myself, uh, saying both. But toxic, backwater bowl game, and the most objectionable title sponsor in bowl game history are labels that USA Today threw on it. A day later, the Idaho Statesman weighed in. They called it a cesspit. And I think in the Statesman piece, which was an editorial board statement, uh, the thing that stood out to me would be that the fact that the Arizona Bowl is not going to be seen on CBS or ESPN isn't really as much to do with, I feel, the content that those networks object to that Barstool Sports puts on their websites. Uh, I I really believe that they're just looking at it as saying, we're not going to promote a competitor to us. And Barstool Sports wants to get into more uh, play-by-play sports. They'd like to get, they're in the sports talk business already in a huge way. And they're in the gathering eyeballs online business and they have been for quite some time so i don't think that the television networks in question here cbs and espn they just don't want to promote a competitor specifically espn who's had a chance to do it and they didn't want to do it either Uh, i do believe though uh, there is a lack of trust and the the trust between a traditional broadcaster say cbs and barstool would be more about are they going to pull a stunt that you know is going to embarrass us or going to leverage our reach, 1.8 million viewers last year, if they'd have done it again, <clears throat> maybe they'd get even more, uh, to, to better themselves. Uh, that's a that's another question I thought the statesman did not take into consideration. They just left it out there that CBS objected to the moral uh, ethics of Barstool Sports or lack of them. So I, I just felt that was one thing that maybe had not been presented Uh, quite yet there are issues with this game that have come out the usa today piece pointed out there's issues at central michigan a faculty meeting a professor asks uh, bob davies the school president cmu who by the way 
worked at Boise State, an alumni. I remember Bob. <clears throat> and, you know, he said, why would Central Michigan associate with somebody like Barstool Sports? And the quote from Davies, we're aware of the issues with Barstool leadership. And then he went on to say, we're in direct communication with the CEO and blah, 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 blah. Um, I do believe one thing that the USA Today piece pointed out that will be of benefit to those who stream and watch the game is that they're going to use 36 cameras uh, instead of the only 16 that CBS used. It's a little less expensive when you're just streaming it, I'm assuming. Uh, but you still got to hire people to handle all of that. And I, I found that there was a lot of excuses being made by schools and even people at the uh, bowl game level who, of course, took the money from Barstool Sports to not only broadcast the game but be the title sponsor. And, you know, they, they, they're they suggesting that, you know, nobody looks past headlines and nobody gets to know anything more. Well, you can say that about every story in journalism right now. You know, the, we're inundated with headlines through our Twitter feeds and social media feeds, and that's how we make decisions. That's where clickbait even came from. So that's not a new uh, concept. I really don't find it to be anything in a new information category because of this particular situation. The excuses that were being made, uh, apparently USA Today, USA Today pushed Boise State into making a statement that institutions don't choose their bowl games. Uh, that's not necessarily correct. Last year, Boise State didn't go to a bowl game, and they chose not to do that. San Diego State chose in November to make a public statement that they've got employees at that university that want nothing to do with the game and wicker the ad at san diego state stopped short of saying that we would boycott it but he did suggest we've got issues with participating in this game the the boise state piece could have went a little bit further i believe in saying if the administration and staff coaching staff had said you know what this is the year we should just play in the boise state uh uh, potato bowl famous idol potato bowl let's play in that game and i'm on the other hand they looked at the you know the situation they'd have gotten very little attention yes it would have been on espn it's a daytime game during the week uh, the opponent <clears throat> uh, kent state not sexy at all and i think that had they wanted to i believe they could have said no we're going to stay home this year and everybody would have been healthier you wouldn't have had to feed things. It would have sold a lot of tickets. It would have had a lot of different components in it. So I do believe that that is really the issue, that they could have done that. I just don't believe that they felt that was in the best interest of the program. I thought that they, Boise State's uh, coach and administration, looked at, you know what, we can we can uh, stomach going and getting the attention, and we don't think there'll be that much of a downside, but it's better for recruiting to give kids this experience. And I think the kids, you know, 18- to 22-year-old kids, right, they're going to like this. They love Barstool Sports. Let's not forget that. They're all about it. So, But I just think that was another piece. I understand everybody trying to say that we have nothing to do with it, but I've heard way too many times where schools say, no, we're not going to play there. We want to do this. We don't want to do that. And they push back. That's common. Just look at last year. They pushed back. It was pretty easy. Sometimes you have the leverage to push back, and sometimes you don't. And in Boise State's case, they've you know, lost leverage twice. A, they went seven and five. You don't have much leverage there. B, they've changed athletic directors, changed presidents. And the president that's in right now, Dr. Trump, had a situation where she felt with Kurt Absey, the former AD, that it was best to sue the Mountain West Conference that they were going to mess with the payouts that Boise State gets through the TV contracts through the conference. Well, 
you could imagine that if you're Craig Thompson, you're not jumping up and down to do Boise State any favors and put them somewhere else. And it isn't, you know, it's extremely public that Boise State is looking to get out of the conference. Just read the emails that have been published. <laughs> so there's a lot of blood on people's hands here, and they're not going to get many benefits of the doubt. That's just business sense. That doesn't uh, need to be in some press release from any university. And, and I think it's a shame that Central Michigan uh, was forced to put out a statement that said at the conclusion that they are committed to diversity, equity, inclusion, and we're going to champion our core values of integrity, respect, compassion, inclusiveness, social responsibility, excellence, and innovation. You know, that's all preemptive in case somebody comes after them for endorsing Barstool Sports by playing in this game, which I just said this about that, about schools playing in these games. I went back and I thought, you know what? <clears throat> I remember Bob Hope using the Playboy preseason All-American team, and he'd bring these guys on TV, and there'd be some big TV special, and my favorite USC football players would run out there as All-American. I kind of even vaguely remember a Playboy bunny, perhaps, being on the set with Bob Hope for a, for a while. I do know, and I looked it up, that Playboy magazine uh, ran a big uh, spread on the preseason All-American team, and the schools cooperated because they allowed their athletes to get into a photography session uh, with a coach from a nationally known <clears throat> university like Oklahoma, Nebraska, USC, you name it, and then players from around the country that were on that All-American team, and they were in their school's logos, colors, and uniforms in said picture, and that entire story was put in Playboy. Now, go back and do any research at the challenges that Playboy had in the 60s and 70s trying to become more mainstream when people pushed back on for exploitation of women and all the different issues that came up. And that storm passed. Could that be where we're at with Barstool Sports now? This storm will pass. You can't pass judgment on you know the entire pot just because it's black. I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I think that it's a very complicated thing because the NCAA did not say no to the Arizona Bowl when they told them they wanted to use Barstool Sports as their title sponsor. Okay? The NCAA has that control. USA Today's piece again reminded us about that. The NCAA felt that Barstool Sports would have a traditional bowl partnership, that they would sponsor the game with integrity, and they would promote student-athlete safety and well-being consistent with the NCAA's core principles. So they passed the smell test at the NCAA level, so the schools have cover. They can say, wait a minute, the NCAA approved them. The conferences, they have cover. The NCAA approved them. The only one that doesn't have cover would be the NCAA. And who cares what they do, right? They've already become the most unpopular organization, so it makes perfect public relations sense to put the hat on their head. And leave it at that. Other schools are upset here and there. Northern Illinois in the in the MAC, they wrote an editorial that that said, you know, this is a questionable partnership. <clears throat> Portnoy shouldn't even be at the game, right? <laughs> well, unless something changes, I've been told that he'll be doing either commentary or color during the broadcast. 
So if you're going to stream the game and watch it, that's the only way you're going to be able to watch it. You're going to get all you want out of Dave Portnoy. I don't know whether he will you know, leave his four-letter words at the door or not. Uh, that remains to be seen. Um, but I can, I can understand people's hesitation uh, with all of that. So that's, the, that's the, end of the, the end of the day where we're at on this. And to me, unless student groups and or civil organizations in and around Idaho or the Treasure Valley come forward and really want to pin the tail on Boise State and hold them accountable for doing this, it's just not going to go anywhere. Will there be people that walk away from the streaming broadcast and suggest, well, that was a rinky-dink deal? Sure. You're a traditional football fan. You're not interested in that. You don't even watch the Manning cast. <laughs> You'd rather see the ESPN presentation. I'm not criticizing. I'm saying that that's just the way it is. There's people who have all kinds of different tastes. Uh, do I personally like to see Barstool Sports lowering the bar or Jimmy Kimmel lowering the bar and getting involved as a title sponsor of a game? No. Do I think it's necessary for the survival of about the, you know, the last 30% of the bowl games out there? Probably. Yep. There probably needs to be a lot of changes in these exhibitions of college football. So maybe that's just another experiment. Uh, but I don't know how many of you who object to what Barstool Sports puts on their website could actually listen to it and handle it because it's completely foreign to the traditional sports talk conversations that you have heard. And that's going to be up to you. They do believe they're communicating to a, a broad, uh, young, sort of affluent, uh, educated market. Uh, some of the things that I've heard on Barstool make me laugh out loud. And they're not derogatory type stuff. They're just funny. They're smart, sharp, quick-witted guys that have a plan and go up and down the topic alley and and hit it. So I guess that's the update uh, to me. Uh, right now, It's a, a volcano has erupted, but it's over there on the big island of Hawaii. Does anybody really even notice? I think that's fair. All right? So... Let's take a look at that, and uh, we'll get so much more game information when we get much closer to the football game on the 31st. Hey, say goodbye to Dull Gifts. Lightbox slab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Cutting-edge technology, innovative techniques. They've cracked the science of sparkle. They've created the highest-quality lab-grown diamonds you can find, but it's at a light price, $800 a carat. The same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but they're just grown in a lab. And because of this process, they can create stones in blush pink, beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox, lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off priced, so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. It's worth a look. Lightbox diamonds never a dull moment this is the kingdom of pod a occasional weekly or as news dictates look at boise state football a quick recap on the national letter of intent day in december that was uh, just announced this the class of early signees for the class of 22 for boise state football this isn't about going up and down the list and saying this guy's going to be great and this guy isn't and you know this guy's a four star and it's fantastic 
To me, that class represented really the strength of, of Andy Avalos and probably this staff, and that's recruiting and chasing guys of good athletic talent and measurables and have the kind of cultural sort of intangibles that fit at Boise State because they've got to be great in the classroom and at Boise State because they got to be great with their teammates. And that's a strength of Andy Avalos's. That being said, this strength only lasts as long as the program continues to do the magic things that it's done over the last 20 plus years and even further than that we can go back to what else i'm going to discuss here in a second with the one double a title game so that's andy's strength if this program can have the year in 2022 that many expect with skinner coming back and hank and who knows what they're going to get in the transfer portal and a healthy holani you know i think they've got an opportunity to have a pretty special season because the rest of the Mountain West is going to be constantly sort of being torn down and built up. Look at the rise of Utah State. That can happen at other places. So there'll be a lot of movement with these rosters. We know there's movement with coaches. I do expect Colorado State to become a factor on the mountain side of the Mountain West uh, sooner rather than later uh, with the coaching change there. So it'll be interesting to see. The recruiting, if Boise State were to have a tremendous season and what Andy Avalos and his staff could really do with that. As I broadcast this podcast, lastly, it's 41 years ago today that Boise State won the 1AA National Championship. And I thought about this as I watched Montana State win their semifinal in Bozeman and qualify to come where I am here in Frisco, Texas for the 1AA, or now known as FCS National Title Game, that the semifinal games that were at Bronco Stadium, then known as, when Boise State was a, a 1AA FCS team, were tremendous. Quarterfinal games, too. There was so much on the line, the weather, the opponent, the home team. That was awesome. And it, it's not been awesome in a lot of the atmospheres in the bowl games that Boise State's been at, even including some of the Vegas Bulls. I'm talking about the crowd noise, the intensity, and what's going on on the field and the opponents. And, you know, there's been cactus bowls that weren't great, poinsettia bowls. The results are different. Some of them were awesome results. The, even what happened here in Dallas at the old uh, Cotton Bowl with Boston College. You know, it was a disappointing end because of the weather delay, but there wasn't anybody there to begin with because of the weather and all the challenges that that game faced. So I really missed uh, that. It reminded me that today on the 20th of December, 41 years ago, uh, myself and a, and a bunch of great Boise State football players uh, won a 1AA national title. And the differences in what's going on in FCS football today for what was going on 41 years ago were really pretty interesting. The game was played, the Camellia Bowl, in 1980 at Hughes Stadium. I didn't know at that time, and I didn't know until an hour ago, that Hughes Stadium is basically the home stadium and field for Sacramento City College. So the 1AA national title game was played at a junior college in California. 
I also do recall that there really wasn't that many fans in the stands. But since we were playing for a national title, I didn't really, you know, we had played many games in front of few people. Pacific University, Cal State Fullerton. And you just kind of got used to the fact that th th that's the way it was. But I came from a California high school playing football background, and we didn't get a lot of fans either. So it's just the way it was. Uh, but uh, now I look back on it, and it's interesting to note, there was only 8,000 fans listed at that Camellia Bowl in 1980. I've talked to 8,000 people that said they were there. So uh, that's interesting. But look, it was an ABC televised game. It was a big event. Obviously, it had a tremendous result. And we were just one week fresh off of the Grambling game at Bronco Stadium, which you know, goes down in history as one of the greatest games ever in that building for a lot of different reasons. So a lot of difference that 41 years have made. But congratulations and rest in peace to all those, including Dwayne DeLuey, who caught that game-winning touchdown from Joe Aliotti, who's uh, no longer with us, uh, Dwayne. That's going to do it for this, the Kingdom of Pod, a look at Boise State football as news breaks and on a weekly basis Brought to you by Bet Online. I hope to talk to you. I will talk to you before the 2021 Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.